This is going to be such a fun episode. So I have my friend Kayla Cardona on today, and we're going to talk about her story of going from a homeless teen mom to being on a reality show on Netflix and how God kind of played into all of it. And so if you've ever felt like, God, why is this happening to me? Or you look around and your circumstances don't feel ideal, then this episode is for you, my friend. Hey friend, welcome to Milk and Honey with Lemon. The Bible says in Numbers 14, 8, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. On this podcast, we talk about stepping into that overflow that God has for us by becoming those ultimate Proverbs 31 women. Hey, I'm Lemon. I am just like you, sister friend. I knew God had something more in store for me, but I couldn't see a way out of the laundry piles. And frankly, I resented that Proverbs 31 woman. How was I going to live up to the hype? That is until I found out how to really step into becoming this Proverbs 31 woman through leadership development. In this podcast, you're going to find financial freedom, leadership growth, and motivation so you'll be able to do all the things God has called you to do with ease and really step into that land of milk and honey. Welcome back to the Milk and Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, and I'm very excited today because I have my friend Kayla Cardona on here. You guys might know Kayla from Netflix. She's on Selling OC. She's very fancy, but that's not why I brought her here. Kayla has such an incredible story. So Kayla, if you don't know, was actually a homeless single teen mom. And now, as I said, she is on Selling OC. She's a life coach. She's a transformative speaker. And I'm just excited to hear her story. She talks about perseverance and hard work and her faith, which I think is something different for people from what they see on the show. And she just has an incredible story. We met through Michelle Schaefer at Girl Power Alliance, and I was so moved by her story that I thought you guys would be too. So thank you for being here, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. My gosh, guys, Kayla is such a trooper. She got up to do this at 7 a.m. Her time she is. Incredible. <laughs> she's incredible. That's how you know she's a go-getter. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm a I'm a morning person. I never was always like that, just to make that clear. But you just get so much more done when you wake up. But I'm up at usually at five, but I'm in bed by nine. So okay, yeah. Same schedule. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So your story, I think, is just super powerful, right? You're like, I went from this homeless teen mom, which you're that's incredible. To, to now the success that you have. Can you talk a little bit about like this journey and where God came in the mix and like how this all happened, my friend? Yeah, I mean, I can give you cliff notes because it's a long story. I plan to create a movie out of this. It's, yeah, it, there's a lot of moving parts, but, <clears throat> and God didn't even come in until last year. So, you know, it's been, it's been a journey to say the very least. Um but, uh, you know, I, I guess I could start a little bit with um, my childhood. I think a lot of people can relate to this. But, you know, I had a really tough childhood. My parents divorced when I was one. <clears throat> but my stepmom's been in the picture since I could remember, of course. And it was very difficult because it was me and my sister growing up together for the most part. And we were kind of just going back and forth between two completely different households. Ignore whatever's moving there. That's my cat. She's kind of going crazy right now. And, you know, it, it was really tough because in one household with 
you know, my dad, he was a Christian, but, and we went to school, excuse me, we went to church every week, Sunday, and we did all the things, but nothing aligned with what was really happening at home. And so at a very young age, I, you know, questioned God, if he was even real, like I, it just, it didn't make sense. And then in the other household with my mom, she was an atheist. She had a very negative outlook on God. Why does bad things happen to good people? She, she had that type of mindset, right? And then she also, you know, I come from a side of property, property, and then, and then middle class. So I've seen both. I mean, I grew up in a car shop when I was with my living with my mom at, at one time. So it, so I've seen two very different worlds. And it was a struggle growing up. It was confusing and frustrating. And, but then going into high school, I feel like was the time that I kind of started coming into my own and, you know, just started doing things that I loved, like dancing and expressing myself a little bit more. My parents were very, very strict. So since I could remember, I was always grounded for every reason you can think of. I wasn't the smartest in school. I never had the best grades. I had a hard time learning later in life. I And, you know, ADD, ADHD, and it was a struggle, you know? So I just got punished for everything. So, and then as things got better in high school, that's when I got pregnant at the age of 17. And that was unacceptable in my, my family. And they basically gave me an ultimatum. They said, either you find an adoption family to give up your child or you keep the child and you leave home. So of course, I never lived on my own. I was always sheltered my whole life. I didn't know anything about the real world. So of course I found a family to give up my child. And seven months pregnant, I didn't know what it was at the time, but it was definitely God's love and power that came over me. All of a sudden I had this confidence and went up to my parents and I told them, you know, I'm keeping my child. And then that's when they basically drove me to a shelter, signed me off. And I was then put into a shelter. And it was obviously a very, very hard time for me. I have a lot of memory loss just because of the trauma and all the mental problems I went through. And it was, it was very hard abandonment issues, everything you can think of a little, this little girl. Right. And, you know, the father of my child, cause I know a lot of people hear the story and they think, okay, where was he? I disappeared when they dropped me off at the shelter. So I didn't have any means of communication to the outside world. And I convinced my sister to pick me up at the shelter, show up at my the father of my child's house to let him know where I went, what happened. And I just, you know, my parents literally just gave me up. I was going to tell him, you know, obviously at 17, let's get married. Let's do the family thing. Let's raise this child. I literally lost the only family I knew. So it, it made that made sense for me at the time. And that's when he basically, you know, told me that he got another girl pregnant and they're getting married. So I literally didn't have anyone. I went back to the shelter um, four days after I turned 18. I had my son. And because I was no longer a minor, I was then transferred to another shelter and then finished high school there, got my 
driver license. I I got my first car, raised $2,000 or saved $2,000 to buy my first car. I was very proud of that. And I kind of just started seeing, I just had to figure it out. You know, I just had to start figuring it out. So, you know, obviously the shelter doesn't last forever. And then after that, I just started renting rooms off Craigslist, moved every three to six months. It was easy because I only owned a mattress, a few toys and some clothes. And rent, yeah, I mean, rented a room up until I, oh my gosh, I think around 10 when I first got my first apartment, went to beauty school, got into cosmetology was in that for 10 years, was able to build a good book of business to a point where I got to open up my own salon suite in the city of Newport Beach. And I was doing very well, but I got to a point where I just said, this can't be it. Like, this is not going to be my life. I'm not going to be 40, 50 cutting hair. No offense to anyone cutting hair. I love that industry. It's it's I hold it very dear to my heart. It was bittersweet to let it go. But I just knew I was meant for more and to make more money. And I was just tired of working all day and night. So real estate came into the picture just because I started getting exposure in that world. I wanted a piece of that world, a luxury world. I've never seen that world before. No one in my family is in real estate. And I was just like, I'm I'm intrigued. It has my attention. So I got my license for fun just to see what would happen. And I passed on the first time, which is shocking because I'm not a test taker. I'm not the smartest book wise. And one thing led to another. I started assisting for a top producer at a team in San Clemente. That's where I started my real estate career. And I was there for about a year then as an assistant. And then eventually I made my way, earned a spot as an agent, solo agent on the same team did very well for the first six months. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, Netflix reaches out and I thought it was a scam and a joke. And I was like, this can't be real. (laughs) What is this? And this was during 2020. So it was a lot of things were delayed. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm casted on this Netflix show and, you know, it's brought a lot of opportunities and completely catapulted where I was going in life for me. And it's it's beautiful, but I will say this though. You, people know me from the show. They see all the highlights and everything, the life that I'm living, but people do not know or see the struggle that I went through for 15 years before getting to this point. It took me 15 years to be an overnight success. So. Mm. I feel like people don't talk about that enough, right? They just nope. see... Oh, well, <clears throat> Kayla's on Netflix, so therefore she must have, you know, been born with a silver spoon or, mm. you know, any of those things. But it was 15 years of, I mean, it was hard. Oh, yeah. I I know I gave you, like I said, those were cliff notes. Like, there's so much more. I've always had two or three jobs. I've always worked at night. The beautiful part of being a young single, excuse me, a young mother was I had the energy to do it. I could work all night, sleep for two hours, wake up in the morning and do it all over again. I was, I had the energy and ability to be able to live off of two hours of sleep. So, but yeah, I think that's so important for people to know and understand my life just started looking like this 
okay, I was I I never lived this before. And it was 15 years of struggle and crying and pain and growing pains and figuring out what's wrong. Like I've I've been through so I've been through a lot. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's really important for people that feel like I'm just not where I want to be and all the things, but you know, you just have to keep pushing and keep going. And that's exactly what I did. I, I, this is what guys, this is why I brought her on because I love Kayla's story so much. It's so easy to look around at your circumstances and be like, this isn't what I want. This isn't where I want to be. Why isn't God showing up for me in this way? Like what, what is happening? But to hear it took you 15 years to get to where you are, to me, that is super inspiring. Thank it's you. Super inspiring, right? Because you you had no idea your life would turn out this way. No I knew I, I knew I was meant for something massive. I just didn't know it was going to be this big. So to answer your question, I actually didn't answer about where God came in. Here's the thing. God has been by my side this entire time. I didn't know it. Even during years where I didn't believe in him, or if I did, I was angry and I didn't understand why am I going through this? And it really wasn't until the summer of last year where I had an encounter with him. I still didn't know it was him. I was so stubborn, so hard headed. (laughs) God knows because he's been watching me. Right. And it was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I just shared this for the first time on my podcast called Pain to Power. And I never shared this before. And I was a little scared to share it just because it's so dear to me and vulnerable. But I had a deliverance. And that's when I when it just hit me, when I realized, wait a minute. And all these flashbacks of times where I could have gotten hurt, I could have gotten killed, I could have gotten taken advantage of. And it was God protecting me throughout all these years. And I had no idea. And I just started bawling and crying because I was like, oh my gosh, he never gave up on me. He always worked through me and he always protected me and my son. I mean, I was walking the streets of Santa Ana before I even got a car with a baby in one hand and a diaper bag and backpack on the other hand, walking the streets, taking the bus stops. I'm this tiny little 5'2 Latina holding a baby with no protection. And I could have easily been swept up, taken away, taken advantage of. I was catcalled. I did it in the rain. I did it in the wind. So it's just like all these like memories started coming up. And I was like, he's literally been holding my hand this whole time. And he waited for me when I finally committed to him for the first time. Mm, that is so powerful. That is that is so powerful. I hope if you're listening, like sit in that in a minute. Because again, I think it's really easy to say, why is God letting me walk through this? Why is it so hard? Why why is this happening? But we don't see the full picture of everything that God is actually protecting you from and what he's doing in and through you, right? Something my friend and Molly always says, right? Is your story is meant to be mentorship for someone else. Like God lets you walk through these hard things. So that way you can then come and he's given you this big platform, right? He waited. He, he like gives you this big platform, right? And you, and I know your son's a believer, right? So I know he's been planting seeds and things this whole time too. 
So he waits until he's like, here, now you have a big platform. Now let's have a real encounter and you can go tell people about me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. God, it's so good. He's so good. And I love, I mean, we were just talking about this before we hit record. Like I've been in business for 12, 13 years now. I've always had big dreams and God waited until I walked in complete obedience and surrender. to like, give me the platform and the things to do that he's called me to do. That's beautiful. I love that. But it wasn't easy for sure. Okay. So talk to me now, because now you're like, all right, now I'm God, you know, I'm, I'm in surrender, right? I'm walking in relationship with him. So what does that look like for you now? What does that look like for me now? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so, right. So the, and I know you said this on the call we had with Michelle, like the Kayla that you're going to get on Netflix now is not like the same person you are today. Right. Because obviously that was filmed before you were a believer in things. Yeah. Before Christ, BC. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's your BC era. (laughs) That was my BC era. Well, he's definitely has softened my heart. He gave me a new heart. I'm not perfect. You know, I, I, I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm so much more softer. You know, I don't know. I don't know what was going to happen. I'm not sure if we're going to get picked up yet. We haven't been told, but if we are, it's like, you know, I don't even drink anymore. Like I'm just, you know, that not that I'm judging anyone that drinks, but it was also a personal decision that I've made, but you know, I have no idea. I mean, and also we have no control over how they edit. So I could be talking about Jesus all day and they could cut everything out. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I of course I'm going to not shove that down everyone's throat, but I'm definitely going to just be myself and, and I guess see what happens. I don't even know if they're going to want me back because, <laughs> because I'm so soft now, you know? But yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to answer that, but I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to be my authentic, true self. I still got a little spice in me. I mean, that's not going to go away, but you know, just the reactions will be different. The, I I know that for a fact, nothing really gets under my skin anymore. And you know, that, that was filmed a while ago. People don't understand it. Usually we film a year before it's even aired you're a different person after a year, you know, it, especially there's so much that can happen in a year. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's super interesting, right. To, to go back and be like, that's who I was, right. Look at your BC era and see what you're doing now. And it's so cringe. So cringe. (laughs) I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Y'all could you imagine having a camera follow you in in a time before you knew Christ? No. Well, (laughs) but here's the thing. At at first I was like, oh God, like I just want to crawl under a rock because I already saw a mini little trailer of season three that's going to come out. And of course, the one part that I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, they use and they make it seem like I'm the crazy, crazy one. So it's like, oh gosh. But you know, I think this first of all god knows what he's doing okay there's a reason why he put me on a tv screen before and after him okay i think it's important for people to see the transformation of 
growing of growth and getting better and, and seeing the before and after, I think that's super important for people to see. And, and people relate more to that. You know, it's like, we're human. We, we make mistakes and you can't be perfect at a one all the time. That's unrealistic and it's not relatable and it pisses people off to be quite honest, you know? And, and I always told myself in, in the world that I will always be my authentic self, no matter what, like that will never go away. I don't know how else to be. Hmm. I just saw something the other day and it said, you don't have to try to be authentic if you're being authentic. Oh, hundred percent. And that, I feel like that embodies you. Like you just put it all, you're like, listen, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. This is what Mm -hmm. God's doing. And I deeply appreciate that because people do want real. They want honest. They want to know that they're not alone in their struggle or whatever it is they're going through. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I posted something like I had like one of those days, you know, when you're like very overstimulated and I have two boys and they were home. It was like the very beginning of COVID. They were home. We have a bunch of animals. It's, it's It was a whole thing. I was so overstimulated and I just sat at my kitchen table bawling my eyes out from overstimulation. And I was like, I need a minute. And my kids like very slowly backed away. They like went to their room, came out like 20 minutes later. They're like, do you need us to like sweep or do dishes? And they were like, in kindergarten and first grade. And they're like, what can we do for you, mom? And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I posted about it. And everybody was like, I didn't know that you had bad days too. Like, I didn't know that you... And it changed people's entire perspective. And people felt okay to say, like, I also get overstimulated and like lock myself in a bathroom sometimes. And so I I think it's super important that you are... Not only are you vulnerable, but doing it in a very public way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you. I'm excited to see what God does, right? Because now you just became a life coach. Yes. Well, I've I've been one, but I, you know, I'm finally opening it to the public and things like that. So I have my first ever six-month coaching program starting in two days, actually. Anyone can join at any time, by the way because I record everything and all the things, but yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes and just helping as many people as I can. I'm excited for you, y'all. I will link to Kayla's coaching program too. So you guys can go check it out. I was like stalking all of her stuff this mm-hmm. morning, bright and early. And so it is amazing what you're doing. I know, right? Are we writing a book? Like, are we doing all kinds of like fun things with your story? I would love to. I I'm I'm need to get like talk to a book publisher and you know try to find all of that. I, I have so much on my plate. I just hired a few people on my team to handle different things for me. So it's definitely have been helpful to be able to really sit down and be like, okay, what's next? But I would love to. I mean, I was I'm hoping I could get started on that but this year, like early this year, like ASAP. So I just got to get connected with the right people, really. But yeah, definitely going to write a book. Yes, you're going to have to because I will be the first one to read it for <laughs> sure because I just appreciate your story. So if you had to leave the women listening with like a final piece of advice and they're like stuck in the messy middle, what would you, what would you say to them? Stuck in the messy. I think just learning to get comfortable with embracing 
the challenges and obstacles and hardships and adversity, because that's where all the growth happens. And here's the thing, as long as you're moving and you're progressing, you are winning because at least you're trying and you're already doing more than what most people are doing, right? People that get stuck or like, oh, I'm not going to take that risk. That where I got to, how I got to where I'm at today is I just said, F it. I'm just going to take the risk. There were so many moments in my life where I had no idea what was going to happen, let alone having a child, being pregnant at 17, leaving my parents' house, never ever living in the real world. But I always had hope. I always had hope. Now, if you have a relationship with God, huh? I mean, even more can happen for you, right? God was working at me, but I was so hard-headed. I mean, I would have probably been in a in a different place today, but it's okay because God's never too late and he's never too early. He's always on time. I understand that. But I think just embracing the challenges and just knowing that life is all about failures. As long as you get back up and brush yourself off and do it again and you just keep going. I love that advice so much. That was beautiful. So Kayla, where can everybody go to connect with you and go be your friend? Go be my friend. I love that. On Instagram, I'm very, I'm a lot more active on there. MS Kayla Cardona. I'm, I think that's my name on all platforms. I'm not really on other social media, but I, I do need to step that up. My, and then also kaylacardona.com. My website isn't officially up yet, but that's where you can sign up for my free webinar as of today. I know that's super last minute, but it, it will be up as an official website soon. I love it. Kayla, thank you for being here and just being so open and willing to share what it is God's done and the lessons he's taught you. And just thank you for bringing that here today. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Lemon. You too. Hey friend, what a joy it has been to share today's journey with you. If you found a spark of inspiration or a nugget of wisdom that resonated, would you bless someone else by sharing this episode with them? It could be the encouragement they need to step into their purpose and calling. Also, if you could spare a moment to leave a review, it would mean the world to me. I really appreciate your feedback and it really helps our community grow. Remember, the road to discovering God's call for you isn't one you have to walk alone. So join me again next Monday for another episode where we'll continue to explore the depths of leadership and the heights of our heavenly calling. Until then, keep seeking, keep growing, and keep trusting in His plan. God bless you, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, friend.